this is a very short bonus episode with the lead researchers of the recently presented DOXY post-exposure prophylaxis trial. My name is Fabiola Martin. I'm the BMJ SDI podcast editor. And here with me are Professor Annie Lutkemeyer, ID physician, clinical researcher from the University of California, San Francisco, USA, and Professor Connie Callum, ID physician, clinical researcher from the University of Washington, Seattle, USA. Hello and welcome. Annie, you're based in San Francisco. Could you please tell us about your role on the DOXYPEP trial? Yeah, thanks so much for having me. I'm the co-principal investigator on the DOXYPEP study, and I supervise the San Francisco HIV clinic team. Dr. Kellum and I worked together on the design, implementation, and analysis of the DOXYPEP study, along with our colleagues in San Francisco and Seattle. Thank you, Annie. And Connie, welcome. You're based in Seattle. Yes, and as Annie explained, I'm the other co-principal investigator and overseeing the Seattle HIV clinic team and collaborating with the sexual health clinic. Thank you. My first question goes to Annie. Please tell us about the design and the rationale of your trial. Well, as you know, there's really been an ongoing epidemic of sexually transmitted infections, both in the United States and really many parts of the world. And this epidemic has disproportionately impacted men who have sex with men and transgender women, particularly those who are taking HIV PrEP, pre-exposure prophylaxis, and those who are living with HIV. So in order to address this epidemic, our study was designed to understand if the antibiotic doxycycline taken as post-exposure prophylaxis after condomless sex would reduce the incidence of new sexually transmitted infections or STIs. The DOXYPEP study enrolled men who have sex with men and transgender women who were living with HIV or taking HIV PrEP. And these participants had to have been diagnosed with a bacterial STI for example, syphilis, gonorrhea, or chlamydia, and have reported condomless sex with a male partner in the previous year of enrollment. So these were folks who had an elevated risk of sexually transmitted infections. Once enrolled, participants were randomized in a two-to-one ratio to take either open-label doxycycline at a dose of 200 milligrams within three days after having condomless sex, or to continued standard of care, which is without doxycycline. The primary endpoint in our study was the laboratory diagnosis of one or more bacterial STIs, I mentioned those, gonorrhea, chlamydia, or syphilis, um, every three months. And participants were followed up over a 12-month study. So there were four three-month period quarters. This study was designed to look at the effectiveness of this doxypep intervention in people living with HIV, and people who were taking HIV PrEP separately, because we thought that doxypep might have different effectiveness, tolerability, and impact on antibacterial resistance in these two distinct groups. Thank you, Annie. This is very interesting. But I hear that the trial was then prematurely stopped. Why was that? Yeah, we had a pre-specified interim analysis that was conducted when about 50% of follow-up had occurred. And at that time, our Data Safety Monitoring Board, or DSMB, let us know that the stopping rules for effectiveness had been met. And this meant that we saw that doxypep had reduced new STI infections by 66% for every three months in the participants who were taking HIV PrEP 
and by 62% in those who were living with HIV. So this told us that doxypep was effective in reducing STI incidence in all participants, regardless of their HIV status, by over two-thirds for each quarter or every three months they were enrolled. So it wasn't ethical to continue the study, and this is why we had built-in stopping rules. DSMB advised us to stop enrolling new participants and to offer doxycycline PEP to those who were in the standard of care arm. We are continuing to follow up everyone who is enrolled in the study for their assigned 12 months so that we can understand more about the effectiveness of doxypep during this crossover phase of the study. Thank you, Annie. This was very clear. Amazing. A more than 60% reduction in the incidence of bacterial STIs is more than impressive and significant. So, Connie, my last question goes to you. In your opinion, what are the immediate and future implications for researchers and clinicians? Well, I think our study adds to the evidence base about the effectiveness of doxycycline post-exposure prophylaxis for SDI prevention. The first evidence came from the Ypergay study in 2017. The doxypep study provides very strong evidence, in my opinion, that doxypep works to reduce new cases of gonorrhea, chlamydia, and early syphilis infections among both MSM and trans women, both those living with HIV and those on PrEP. In addition, doxypep was safe, it was well-tolerated and acceptable, highly acceptable to study participants. Another area that people are very interested in is antibiotic resistance. And we looked at this in terms of gonorrhea and other bacteria Impressively, we first of all, we found doxypep did reduce gonorrhea, which was not the case in Ypergay, but it was not associated with a significant increase in antimicrobial resistance, particularly looking at tetracycline in gonorrhea. So I think one thing to really emphasize is that this intervention should, at this time anyway, be considered for men who have sex with men and transgender women who have a recent bacterial STI and who are at high risk of future STIs. I just want to highlight the fact that the STI incidence in the standard of care arm was really high in the study. It was about 30% every three months or every quarter, indicating that we were recruiting a population who had a very substantial ongoing risk for STIs. So we are discussing these results with CDC and WHO and hope that our data plus data from several ongoing trials will inform public health guidance. And changing clinical practice. Yes, I agree, game-changing research. Thank you both, Annie and Connie, and your team for this impactful trial. And many thanks to our listeners for joining us today. I'm Fabiola Martin, and here with me today are Professor Annie Lutkemeyer and Professor Connie Callum, lead researchers on the DOXIPEP trial recently presented in Montreal. Please enjoy our recently released longer podcast on this very theme, where we discuss presumptive and prophylactic treatment on bacterial STIs. We have also created a blog with relevant links. Do follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and your preferred listening app and send us your comments. We will be back soon. For now, goodbye and stay safe. Stay safe.